Hello there, movie star and TV star William Shatner here. I'm here to introduce this week's Spectrum Days podcast. Although, quite frankly, I think the only reason they got me here is because the guy that wrote this one is actually from the West Country. So, a bit of a tenuous link. But, on with the show. Welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me, Chris, and my cousin Phil. Hello, how are you doing? Very good, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. I hope everyone else out there in um, YouTube and podcast land is also doing well. If you've never joined us before, why not? Um, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you are a regular here, I'm sure you're middle class like us and a tried desperately to find a position to sit in that's comfortable and um <laughs> enjoy enjoy some middle-aged men talking rubbish about games from 40 years ago <laughs> today we're not talking about shuffle and guns we're talking about uh, death chase yeah yeah the podcast where we talk about things from 40 years ago in fact it is this one isn't it 1983 this one yes you're right 40 years ago yeah yeah everyone listening to us thinking they can't be they can't remember this surely they're not that old they sound so young and hip yeah i was nine nine years (laughs) old when this came out so that means you were about eight eight Seven or eight, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so you must remember this one. Well, oh, it was yesterday. <clears throat> As I pointed out um, prior to pressing the start button, uh, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I do have that thing of false memories implanted in me. It's like when your parents show you some photo and you go, "Oh yeah, I remember that party," and actually you don't. It's just because you've seen the same photo a million times i've seen so much about this game everyone says everyone gets comments about it on all the other sort of youtube review channels and zx spectrum fan pages and it always comes up but yeah. i actually never owned it i don't remember playing it and partly perhaps because it was a 16k game mm. so very early as we've just said and you did have the 16 and i didn't yep yep so death chase um Vehicular combat game <laughs> released in 1983 on the ZX Spectrum, and yeah, we did have the 16K. So um, yeah, yeah, de- I definitely played it. I definitely played it. Definitely remember it. And just to help jog your memory, it's exactly the same as the speeder bike chases in uh, Return of the Jedi. Again, what I've heard other people, other people it, saying, which, it, funnily enough, came out the same year. Exactly. I mean, it, it's based in, I think. 2050 i think was the uh was the uh you know the backstory is something along the lines of you're in it's in the future and you are some kind of mercenary chasing down criminal bikers or something and and you can shoot them and uh and you get points for killing them so uh um it's yeah vehicular combat and it's just like return of the jedi speeder bikes except for on the loading screen it's just a kawasaki motorbike <laughs> digitized to scan i, I don't scan remember pixelated luke, i don't remember luke and leia getting points for killing enemies well that's true um so but from from what i've looked at i mean it was so published in uh published by micro mega in the uk never at all no i can't remember them either no and um, and um in spain it was published by ventomatic for all oh, of our, that's familiar yeah for all of our spanish fans <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, and apparently a lot of people accidentally you know not sort of thing we would do we call it um 3d death chase no than... we, we haven't been we haven't been calling it death race for the past month have we <laughs> no, <laughs> in anticipation no. of doing this review we didn't uh, once get the name wrong <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it was um timex in the usa got the rights and uh, they rebranded the game as psychopath I love that. That, that <laughs> death, chase, death chase is just too terrible a name for for the US. Rebranding <laughs> it cycle path, <laughs> yeah, which doesn't sound like psychopath at all. Yeah, I know. And and apparently, I mean, I've made, there's a great article on um, Wizwords.net. Death chase: A celebration. If you uh, search for that, maybe we can add a link. Um, there's a great article there. So I'm taking the information. From there, apparently, um, what they, you know, the people from Micromega said was that um, the people in the US thought that it, it was a, a, it was a play on the word psychopath. So, psychopath, psychopath. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant. We weren't, we weren't allowed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> we had to have Hero. They weren't allowed Death Chase or Psychopath. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's also amazing that back in so those days, I mean, this is a publisher, Micro Mega, but it, from what I'm reading in this article, it sounds, sounds like they were actually doing tax software or financial software, which seems to be a recurring free theme because the guys at Durrell, or Durrell, 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 thank you for phoning, Durrell. <laughs> they went. They went from making and publishing games to becoming some sort of uh, you know a, a financial admin software company. So it's well, there's no there's no money in computer games, as both of us know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I remember this game being absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Uh, so if we, if we did play on the 16k, I was uh, like I said, only nine, and yeah, I can remember having that feeling of thinking you're on a speeder bike but it was the cover nothing in the game tried to reference anything like that you you were really on a motorbike so you know just in, in yeah. our imagination is it was like yeah it's just coincidence i mean you know that was program <laughs> you must have been programming this prior to it coming out well that's true return of the jedi yeah, well, I, think, I, I would have thought it was just a coincidence, wouldn't it? Uh, Return of the Jedi, isn't it celebrating 40th? Isn't Because it's been in the year. cinema in the UK, right? It's been back in the cinema. It was for, so, yeah. I would have thought it was coincidence. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, George Lucas saw, hey, that death, Jace. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use that in my film. Well, no. That's Harry there, James, by the way. I'm the famous movie maker, George Lucas. Uh, I make all the Star Wars movies, you know, all them movies, and um, all the other things that I've done, uh, American Graffiti. Yeah, uh, anyway, the speeder bikes, uh, those are definitely my idea, okay? I, I didn't look at some ZX Spectrum game. No, damn it, I, I came up with those all on my own. Uh, one day I, I, was, I was out on my bike, and I thought, hey, this would be great if you could do it a million miles an hour through the trees. And um, Luke and Leia were there, and, and, and Airwalks. Uh, so, yeah, my, my idea, okay? Mine. No one knows much about the developer. So there was only one guy who made the whole game, you know, the art, 
I think you did the sound as well. Uh, so Mervyn Ernest John Escort. In this article, it talks about that he, um, you know, he started his work life as a docker in uh, in Bristol, uh, and then became a coder developer. He made. Um, he also made a game called Full Throttle, another bike game, a more a race game rather than a uh, futuristic vehicle combat game. Um, and, then he, and then he just sort of disappeared. Apparently, there's not much information on him since 1986. I've looked through Twitter. They're proper real journalists try to track him down and interview him for some retro magazines and things. And apparently, he just doesn't want the talk about it at all. He's got no interest in uh, talking about his days as a as a Spectrum developer, which is a bit of a shame. Oh, you couldn't find him, Chris, but here he is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there isn't really that much to say about the game. I can remember it's... That doesn't it's, bode it's, well. It's not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not really 3D. Um, it, you know, you get the, the sensation that the sprites are coming at you, right? So you're you're driving through a forest, dodging the trees left and right, trying to fire and destroy these enemy bikers. But I can mostly remember just dodging the trees. So that probably shows I played it for about sixty seconds every so often and <laughs> never never even never even found the right key to shoot. So um, we will <laughs> see what I'm like playing it now. <laughs> Well, according to you, your Sinclair in 1992, they said it was the best Spectrum game ever. Wow. So it's got to be good. Yeah, this is it. This is going to be the best one we've done. All right. Well, should we go off and play it then? Go on then. Let's do it. Okay. Right, folks, uh, we're going to go off and play it now. Uh, through the magic of editing and wizardry, uh, it'll just be a few seconds for you. But for us, it'll be uh, several days of... of, of playing death race chase uh to to a high degree and probably completing it so join us then and uh, have a go yourself and uh, we'll see you in a minute can you send me a copy of the inlay so i know the keys no no i want you to suffer it's your choice this game and we're back so did you play death chase everybody did you click on the link below and give it a go we certainly did we've been playing it for oh at least three days now non-stop playing it i can't stop playing it how about you chris <laughs> yeah i can't stop playing it <laughs> is there an end to it there's just the, yes <laughs> <laughs> from my understanding it's eight levels but it sort of wraps around again or eight was it no they're not levels what are they called in this sectors 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 because that's cool and more space agey um yeah i think there's eight cycles and then it sort of cycles excuse the pun and then it goes back around again yeah yeah i um i think i only got to sector four maybe yeah me too uh, but remember there are two parts to each sector there day was. and night yes i sort of yeah i didn't really realize that no i couldn't i didn't remember that that was going to happen so level one starts out really smooth there's no tutorial um in fact it doesn't even you pr you get a choice one for keyboard two for kempston yeah which for all the young people out there that means that was a brand of uh joysticks um but it you know doesn't any, it doesn't show you anywhere what the keys are, so it took me a while to um, realise. It does in the instructions. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So and <laughs> it was like it's number one for left and zero for right. So the two opposite ends of the keyboard. So it's almost. I mean that helps with the realism because it's almost like you've got motorbike handlebars. Yeah, we see is that why. Was, oh. there a, was there a game? Can you remember a game on the Spectrum? A a car like Formula One type game, which came with a circular piece of cardboard that you used to just put on the keyboard to go left and right. You imagining um, that? Surely, I don't know. No, that's just something you made. I don't know. I remember then later they were for to avoid. Um, uh, people copying games there'd be um some kind of you'd get inside a box like a plastic thing with a with a um a transparent kind of i don't know what to call it like a, a lens or something and you'd have to like look for something in the instruction manual and decode it yeah and um, yeah so you used to get given things in the boxes mostly yeah, to ever try and avoid people copying games <laughs> Oh, I've got this. There's a maybe. colour wheel. Well, there are the colour wheels. One yeah, colour wheels. Thing round. Yeah, big instruction manuals where you'd have to go to page 28, paragraph 3, what's the word? Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of vaguely remember some game coming with a steering wheel, which was really like a large in a, in, inside of a of, um some sellotape that you would put on top of your keyboard and just use that to go left and right. Genius. The, the 80s. <laughs> I think it's it was a computer innovation, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Was. Yeah. Well, anyway, so it's uh, one for left, zero for right, and uh, you, um, you've got to start your engine as well with a button um, to accelerate through the trees. Level one's pretty bereft of trees, pretty easy. Um, kill two or three enemies, I can't remember, to get onto the... Yeah, two. Yeah, then you go on to the night, kill another two. Then you're into sector two, when all of a sudden you're in a forest. It does ramp up quite quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it goes from <laughs> the odd tree here and there to suddenly you're in the, the thick of it, into a into a large forest. Um, there's sometimes tanks on the horizon. Some helicopters also seem to be dropping some enemy off or something by landing on the horizon. You could try and take them out. And uh, you just uh, earn points, which are represented as dollars, uh, for killing everyone. So um, I know it's just, again, like a few of these, like I think a bit like Jetpack, really. One of those kind of games where I think it is fun. It's still, this is, I found it fun to play. It's a kind of little mini game like for nowadays, which there'll probably be nothing like it again because it would just wouldn't be enough. You couldn't charge for this. Um, there, I, I don't know if there are other games like it out there at the moment. Um, but it's one of those kind of games which will get kind of lost, I imagine, that people won't ever make another game like this because it's just too... You'd have to add. You'd just have to add so much more content. Try and make it into a bigger game, and it probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't be worth it. It's just um, a fun little game. Yeah, it's almost. Well, I, I hate to compare it in in any serious way, but that the essence of what you're talking about is is this sort of like Flappy Bird. Yeah, it's that sort of thing about it. Yes. Yeah, maybe there are yeah, maybe on the iPhone or Android there are games like this, um, like the hyper casual games, like dodging left and right. But um but maybe again it also works on a bigger screen 
Um, mm. I don't know. You could put the phone horizontal. Maybe, maybe there's something as good, but it, it just, I don't know, mixed with the nostalgia and the memories. And I, cause I really can remember playing this one when I was a kid. And the other thing it made us do was look at the dates and trying to figure out when this was uh, launched. And we think it was the end of 1983. Mm. Well, it got um, reviewed in the first issue of Crash. Which yep. we worked out it was 1984. Yeah. So yep. it was obviously already out by then. And Return of the Jedi was out June in UK, yeah. 1983. The summer of 83. So yep. we think that uh, it may have inspired a bit of the gameplay. Yeah, it's certainly possible. Unless someone else can definitely tell us when death chase came out can't seem to specifically find a a specific date um but the fact that it was reviewed in crash probably seems to suggest that yeah it was uh after jedi came out but who knows yeah so they always mervyn's out there no let us know because uh well and uh, and the front cover was a kind of futuristic space bike Right, except for then you, it was re-released as a budget title, which seemed to have a motorbike on the front cover. Yeah, they totally changed it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. and going back to play, it's really clear what an influence it was on Star Fox, um, Space Harrier, and all those games that came after. Yeah, it's uncanny. <laughs> it's totally totally the same <laughs> <laughs> i was just reading that review in crash actually because you were saying about the um range thing the bottom right yeah because the bottom left you got the, your dollars that you're earning your lives and then on the right is range mm-hmm. which, yeah i wasn't sure what that is either, but you're so intently looking at the screen because the those trees are coming at you like nobody's business you haven't got time to look at only dollars or lives or yeah. whatever anyway only like in between when you're going from one stage to the other there's a bit of a pause but they say in here on the in the review that there is a range indicator to let you know how close the other bikes are to you ah. but, but this interestingly <laughs> whoever's reviewing it then goes to say but i never even noticed it because the 3d effect is so good you can fire by instinct as you would in real life <laughs> i find that to be true yeah <laughs> it's just I, this guy this, this reviewer was on his motorbike back in the 80s firing bolts in real life the graphics of the bolts firing away are very good and so is the explosion when you hit something so wow. realistic that the bits seem to fly up over your shoulders Slamming into a tree at full tilt is quite an experience. This game is dangerously addictive to play. It then goes on to say, Return of the Jedi has nothing on this. The chase to chase through the trees is breathtaking, quite literally. Fantastic graphics, exceptionally smooth movement. The bike handles really well. And you can see the rider's hands turning the handlebars. Buy it. Well, this was all totally new. I mean, it had never been seen before anything like this, right? I mean, that's at home, sound, at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's quite a glowing review, isn't it? Blimey. Yeah, it's 
This blow, it blew that guy's mind. Um, although the explosions reminded me of walnuts rather than realistic-looking explosions. Uh, yes, and I think you said the bikes <laughs> look like fish. <laughs> when, they, when they lean over, <laughs> when they lean over left and right, yeah, they they suddenly transformed into fish. I but look uh, seeing what appears on the screen on our YouTube <laughs> channel to represent <laughs> represent that. <laughs> But I mean, he was kind of right. You, you yeah, I like the shooting, and it was it was interesting for a um, Spectrum game. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't ammo and a time limit just to make it even more difficult. The first few games that we played at this, we actually they um, you know they they the sessions were quite long. So compared to many of the other Spectrum games we play, you know, you, you load up Manic Miner or die straight away. You die straight away. I felt that, yeah. that he got the balancing pretty good for level one. It yeah. did ramp up a bit too quick on level two. But I did Take find one. after playing it, I don't know, a couple of times, that by the time I was getting to level sector three and sector four, I sort of still had all my lives. Mm. Yeah. But it was really then by sector four, the trees are so quick. Yeah. That, well, that's when I lost all three lives, just bang, gone in yeah. Sector 4. I, th- I think this is one of those games where it's you'd have to sit, I think, and play it a lot yeah. to get to get good at it. Yeah. I am curious to know whether it's easier with a joystick. Well, hello. I'm Ken, the Kempston joystick. Surely things are always better with a joystick. Forget those silly old keys. They don't go anywhere. I go up and down, left and right. If you hold me properly, I go all the way round. There's my buttons. Press them. Something might happen. Oh, look, there's my lead. Plug me in. Plug me in. I wonder... I wonder. Uh, I've got a feeling it's the game we probably would have played with the joystick. Yeah, had had we had one, I I I bet I bet this is one we'd have preferred to play with the joystick. But again, let us know, folks, if you're listening. Was this one that you do you remember playing with joystick? Was it easier with joystick? Better with the joystick? I'm sure there's some modern way of plugging in joysticks to computers and emulating these things and i'm sure i'm sure it's not beyond the wit of man but us idiots who don't know what we're doing um using the keys but um yeah yeah let us know folks is uh is it was it better or easier (laughs) well i mean so i'd I'd give this one a thumbs up from me it was good i liked it full thumbs up a thumbs all the way up well a you know it's a spectrum game thumbs up Definitely. i mean i would i wouldn't pay 70 dollars 70 pounds for it now no uh, according to crash 695 when this came out yeah but with inflation so sort of full about, price game yeah yeah i mean it's, it wasn't cheap it wasn't a cheap game I, I mean this it does what this does amaze me the more we talk about these things i mean we've got an amazing fantastic memories for it but i just feel at the same, it just must have been such a mind like this was this must have been just so new that we were just so amazed with it that you'd be okay spending that seven pounds. And um, you weren't spending seven pounds in 1983, your dad was. 
<laughs> I give it nine out of ten. I actually, yeah, I genuinely thought it was a good game. Actually, yeah, really good. Like I can see why you're Sinclair in 1992. Why were you Sinclair still going in 1992? Uh, gave it the best uh, Spectrum game ever. I think that's pretty contentious, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, good. best ever. Yeah, that's that's high praise indeed. But um, it's a good game. Yeah, I can see why people liked it. I can see why Crash gave it a Crash Smash. Uh, yeah, and I can see why people talk about it. And I can now definitely one hundred percent confirm. No, I didn't play it back then. I did. Right. I don't don't remember playing it at all. If I did, I've completely forgotten it. But that seems unlikely. I've remembered everything else eventually, yeah. but I don't remember this one. I mean, it's great, and I enjoyed playing it, but. Maybe I'd say Jetpack was better. Like, if you're saying best ever. There's so much more to it. Like you're saying, this is a real, there's not much to it, but you happy to play it. Yeah. You've looked at other games where you've gone, oh, there's just nothing to it, and you you want to spend five minutes playing it. Now, back then, obviously, like we said before, we would have played these games longer because it was all you had. But this, I, you know, playing it i'm like yeah i want to play it again it yeah is addic- it is still addictive like crash it, said it you know it is yeah i mean i guess the concept is just a universal thinking now of course on the iphone android there would have been subway surfer which is a swipe left and right to dodge things coming at you kind of game mm. and that was huge right subway surfer um temple run so there's kind oh, of yes. run and yes. dodge left and right. Yeah. So that yeah, those yeah. are kind of, I guess, um, modern day equivalents. But even those are now are quite a few years old. So I don't oh, know. Temple run, blimey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know um, what it would be now. Um, like I said, like hyper casual games, which are just um, uh, not such big budget. But um, uh, I've got loads of ads for all the times you die just to make money off the ads. I I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, jetpack. I mean, even we looked at Saboteur the other day, where the Exploding Fist, you know, those are all classics too. But if this one got number one, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. At the the end of the year, once we've seen a few more, we'll compile our own top list. You know, people people love lists. Yeah, I've not seen anyone else do like top 10 Spectrum games. No, I've never seen (laughs) (laughs) We'll We'll be the first. (laughs) You mark my words. <laughs> There'll be pictures of us gurning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking shocked and, and amazed. Number three will astound you. <laughs> and you've got to do that caveat at the beginning. These are our lists. You might have a different list, but these are our top tens. So what are we looking at next week then? Well, another one of your favourites, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, match day. Match is that that where you sort of make things out of matches? <laughs> well, the um, so the Premier League is kind of nearing its end, um, so it's time to finally look at a football game. And match oh, it's day, football match day, yeah, match day on the spectrum was was a fantastic. It's an amazing game, really good. Well, I can remember. Yeah, played brilliant. It. I played many hours of match day. Although, as usual, I, I couldn't put my hand in the fire and say if I used to play, if I played match day or match day two the most, but I definitely played both games. Loved football games. I've loved football games on every every platform, every console, every computer, everything. I've loved football games. And match day was the one that started it all. 
Well, join us next week if you like listening to Chris talking to himself and where we'll be looking at Match Day. Thank you for joining us here in Spectrum Days, where we've been looking at Death Race Chase, the amazing 3D, <laughs> superlatively realistic 3D smashing into trees game, um, which I think is about where they get the matches from for match day when they smash into the tree with the coconuts or whatever it is that Chris thinks the bikes turn into. And it splinters, and that's where you get the matches from. So there you go. Uh, thank you very much for watching and listening. If you were listening, then you can watch us, the, listen to the whole thing again on YouTube. And if you were watching us on YouTube, you can go to the thing and listen to it on, on the podcast instead. It's different. It's different in both places. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. If you'd like to hear more of this, then please do encourage us by subscribing. That way you won't miss out on the next episode. If you're listening to us on your favourite podcast platform, please give us five stars. And if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and leave a comment below about what game we should look at next. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. You can drop us a line using at SpectrumDaysPod, find us on our website, SpectrumDays.com, and you can email us at hello at SpectrumDays.com. And you can friend us on Facebook by looking up SpectrumDays.